Your goal is to create happy customers who then create other happy customers. Go! Congratulations! Here's what I've learned. The best of the best have got the problem. selling, going, going. God, so congratulations. Let's have a look at the facts. Watch your goal for the next six months. So, gang, and by the way, Matt is one of the few people I can honestly say this guy here, his audio matches his video. So when he goes off, and there's a lot of people now that are doubling up, sort of, you know, being a real estate agent and a real estate trainer. Well, listen... I've got to tell you, there's not a heap that are that good that can actually go off and and explain it, right? And then there's the other issue where you've got people in training and education roles, whether they're self-employed or working for head offices, for the REIs, working what have you. Don't get me wrong. The REI is good. They're going to tell you, hey, here's how to read a contract. See that? That's a sewer line over there, right? They're really good at compliance and development work, right? Get that. Then you've got head officers, outstanding as well. But you know what? It's their way or the highway. They have a methodology and say, this is our system. But I'm going to tell it to you as it is. And that is that you can pick a 100 people that are doing a 100 sales a year or more. And you interview them and you'll find that they do things differently. So what I'd like to touch on today is what is not their script every day. Not their actual A to Z, um, let's call it uh, A to Z uh, system. What I want to talk to you about is a very simple one-page plan that you can adopt whether you are an auction-based agency in Double Bay or whether you are in Campbelltown selling $400,000 houses and they all look the same, whether you're doing Surface Paradise penthouses by the water or whether you're doing, you know, a house out in a suburb in Adelaide where they're $500,000, right? I want to talk to you a little bit of a process and in the image, in the image that I provided for you on Instagram and Facebook that had the nine components you need to master and you'll see that I've actually got three layers. Layer number one is what I call the prospecting layer. Let me give you another word for the prospecting layer. It's called find at this level. So on the top, if you look at the plan, I've actually put up there the image. What you do is it says prospecting and it goes across and it says my target market, my chase prospecting plan and marketing. All I'm saying is that it all begins with finding. You need to have a part of your work on a daily and a weekly basis that is allocated to finding people. There is a law in real estate that says what I do in this 30 days affects the next 90 days. So what you always do is put in your ideal week and your ideal day golden hours. And what are the golden hours? The golden hours is the time that you're allocating to find people to put into the pipeline. Critical, right? 
So let's break up and look at finding for a moment. The first thing is, you need to define what is your target market. And there is too many real estate agents, and I don't blame them because they're working for an office where they've got a boss, and the boss most of the time, hello Sanjay, looking forward to be at Sanchfest in London on the 14th. I think it's the 14th, Sanjay, 13, 14. No, it's the 15th. Is it the 15th? Yes, it's the 15th in London. Looking forward to being there where I'm going to be presenting new scripts, new dialogues. Ladies and gentlemen, let's get back to this. Working out your target market. So what we clearly know is that it's a lot easier to be a rock star if you're laser focused on a small group of homes than trying to be a rock star by being a light bulb to everyone. I've used the light bulb. No, it's the 14th. I'm sorry, it's the 14th I'm in London. Important to get the day right. I wouldn't want to be speaking on my own. So guys and girls, by the way, Sanjay, if there is any tickets left, put in the comments below how to get them. But I think you may have said to me that it's no longer more, it's been sold out. I'm not sure. So let's let's talk a little bit about my target market. Find an area of 1,000 to 1,500 homes, number one. Number two, what you want to do is work out a marketplace that has got sufficient revenue. How do you do that? It's very easy. Number of transactions times average commission in dollars gives you the total market share in that area. What does this mean? Hypothetically, let's assume that there is 500 sales in an area. And let's assume that it's $10,000 on average commission per property. That means that there is $5 million worth of fees in that area. So if you as an agent had 10% market share in that area, there's $500,000 in fees. Guys and girls, for those of you that want to actually do this properly in the real estate gym, the workings and the digging deep of how to do it is in there. So I'm going to go over it at a high level here. But all I'm going to say to you is this. My target market, here's the goal. Fish where the fish are. Remember that. Fish where the fish are. Let's move on to number two. And that is under prospecting there, you'll see it's got my chase prospecting plan. In the first two years in real estate, guys and girls, you need to allocate time to go out and find people. Now, I'm going to tell you that most of the real estate agents that I deal with, now, I gotta tell you, let's throw a few names. Gav Rubenstein, right? Guy I've been coaching for a long time and looking forward to seeing what's next for him you know, he's now a new business owner, going to be running his own business. But he's, he, he, he's an example of a guy that does big amounts of GCI, not as many sales as, say, another client that I've got, which is Shari. Shari is another client I've got. Now, Shari does 220 sales a year. He's speaking at ARIC, 220 sales a year, but he doesn't do the GCI that Gavin does. 
this is again recapping to you that you know people are different you look at shari you look at gavin you look at david walker right you look at uh, you know you look at uh, you look at matt steinway right different setup you look at you look at taney right you look at vivian yap right all these people are very very successful and i'm also going to share with you something and by the way people shouldn't bullshit about the number of sales you can go onto realestate.com and look at the just sold section. So, um, yeah, don't lie. Anyway, let's move on and talk about, just touch on here now briefly about um, um, this prospecting subject, right? Look, let me tell you, there's at some point, marketing will take over prospecting, right? Marketing will take over prospecting, right? But in the early stages... Marketing won't take over prospecting. Prospecting will be the dominant source and method. And then what will happen as time goes by, you will build a brand and that brand will happen due to property marketing, properties that you've listed and sold, had your name and all the marketing helped build your brand. And also other marketing that you do that is not properly oriented. You might actually be involved in sponsoring the local club. You might choose to go and complete your, you know, your realestate.com, you know, testimonials and, um, um, and, and reviews under each, each deal that you do. You might do a community video every month like, you know, Federico Fragamatos does. You might, you know, embark on the 12-month marketing plan. Shari's on here, you know, like Shari. You'll hear him speak at Eric, but look at Shari. So Shari does 220 sales, and I'm not going to say too much because I'm going to fuck up his talk for Eric. And by the way, Hustle and Grit, thank you so much for that great tip about uh, improving the real estate gym. So guys and girls, um, let me just give you a couple of tips on the my prospecting plan. What I suggest there that you look at is buyers are a very, very big source of listings when you're a newer agent. The other things is expired listings, you know, past appraisals. And then you move on to the marketing heading, which is under prospecting still. And what you do is like simple stuff. Like, you you know, and, and, and you do need to have a checklist there. You do need to ensure that your agent profile video is up and you've got a fucking rock star video. You do need to make sure that you're using Google slash Rate My Agent and realestate.com reviews because we know consumerism. We do know that you need to have a 12-month plan set and forget marketing plan, which is in the real estate gym that you can go off and execute, which I've already provided for you, right? So what actually happens is understand, number one, work out your target market. Number two, have a chase prospecting plan for the early parts of your real estate life. Number three, make sure that you're building your, your brand and you have... I begin to say a marketing system that is going to overtake your prospecting because in the early stages, you're going to be knocking, asking people, you know, hey, I want to meet you, all that sort of stuff. But then they're going to come knocking on your door because, you know, the amount of contacts you're going to put into your CRM system that are going to be complemented by you actually having a great marketing-based business that is a magnet is going to mean that you're set in real estate. But I think a lot of people struggle in real estate because they don't get that first bit right. 
Let's move on to the second component, nurturing the listing, right? So what happens is you're doing all this stuff, you get a lead, you need to have a process to capture that lead. Now, a lot of people now have got CRM systems. I'm not going to mention any CRM systems here because I don't favor any and I don't receive any money off of CRM systems. And I just believe that, you know, they all work. They need humans to work them. Humans rarely work systems, right? It's a bit like diets. So your lead capture system, what you've got to understand is this. You're going to be finding people, you're going to get a lead, then that lead goes and gets into a system. Then what you do is number five, which is you nurture them. And how do you nurture them? Man, you know, phone calls, email, social media is now a touch point. Let's be honest with you, like social media is a database now, right? The next thing you do is you ensure that what you're doing is using handwritten notes with people. I I think they have cut through and that you're staying in contact and you're making sure that you're earning the right to become their agent before they are going to do a formal listing presentation. And I will say that a lot of the listing presentation doesn't take place in the listing presentation. It actually takes place before the listing presentation with all this stuff that you're doing. So guys and girls, if you're finding this useful, can you do me a favor and press share down on the bottom of the left, share it with a couple of colleagues, right? They probably, you can tell that I'm giving away content that I think is good reminder or actually maybe new information for some people, just to have it actually structured. Um, So after number five, nurturing, there comes the listing presentation, right? This is the time when they are say, we're ready to do business. Now I'm gonna tell you, if if your nurturing has been right, the listing presentation is gonna be a formality. You have earned the right for the business. But let me just tell you some of the information that you should be in your one-page business plan for your listing presentation. You need to have a system for the pre-list. So it doesn't matter which agent I know that's successful, they do have, before the listing presentation, they have a process. Some people are really big on, you know, a box with a lot of information in there. Other people now simply send an email with a video followed by a text message with an Outlook calendar reminder that they're going to the appointment. Some people go off and send a list of everyone that they've sold in the last three months with their contact details. I don't know what you're going to do, but all I'll say to you is frequency builds trust. The more touch points, the better. That's the listing presentation bit. Then you've got property marketing. Mm. Property marketing to me is straightforward. What is your method when a property gets listed? What are the marketing resources that you use to attract buyers to that property? It's as simple as that. What is it that you're doing? Are you doing print media? Are you doing realestate.com, domain.com? Are you doing Homely? Are you doing... Um, Facebook? Are you doing videos? Are you doing um, just listed letterbox drops? So you identify what is your process. Because by the way, property marketing is actually linked back 
to marketing on number three in the box because property marketing actually builds your personal brand. And there's a law, you list property to list property, but that is not the purpose, that is not the purpose that you should be getting vendor paid advertising. Vendor paid advertising should be gotten to help vendors get top dollar for their property. Let's move on. Vendor management. So you've listed the property, you're now marking at it, but there is very few properties that will sell without you actually intervening and help vendors accept the reality of the marketplace. And that, my friends, is called vendor management. One offer per week is a minimum. And you should be sending them a report. And then, once you get them to accept reality of the marketplace, never forget this, low offers they blame the market, no offers they blame the agent. Then you move on to number nine, buyer management. Buyer management. And that is a system for you to work with a top hot 25 buyer list. And what are you doing to create urgency in a non-urgent market? So guys and girls, this is what I'm talking about. I one pager where you turn around and you have it on your wall and you say, it doesn't matter if I'm motivated or demotivated. It doesn't matter if I'm pumped or not pumped. I know that this is what I need to do. I will stick to my GPS unit. Think about it with a GPS unit. A GPS unit, you put the end destination and then you follow the instructions. You don't go off there and keep looking at the end destination. All you do is you stick to the process. Guys and girls, those of you that are coming to ARIC on Sunday and Monday, go to my stand. I will remind you as I'm hosting ARIC, go to my stand and you will pick up, you will pick up the one-page business plan. I'm also going to be running video modules on each of these nine areas to master in real estate, in the real estate gym. I'm going to be doing these nine modules. So real estate gym members, you will see that we're going to dig deep, unpack it all over a period of time because I am certainly committed. Now that we've got clarity, a coalition government, liberals are in, no negative gearing going, capital gains tax not being affected, interest rates talking about going down, looser lending policies. There is no reason, there is no reason, guys or girls, that anyone that has high willingness cannot be doing eight sales a month in real estate if they stick to the process. So guys and girls, I want to thank you and I want to remind everyone here that even though there's these nine methods, please remember, as someone that's been working in this industry for 31 years, you know what I've learned? Most business problems in real estate are caused by non-business issues. It is the breakdown of a marriage. It is a bad diagnosis. It is illness in the family. It is a financial fuck up with some property or some other business people are involved in. I'm telling you straight, success is an inside job. If you're on track, if you don't have distractions, if there's no, let's call it black swan. What's a black swan? 
an event that happens in your life that's so dramatic, it was unforeseen, it's had major consequences, and you never look at life in the same eyes. What's a black swan? It's a divorce. It's cancer. It's an accident. It's it's uh, it's 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 bipolar, right? It's something that comes along and affects you the way that you look at life for the rest of your life. I'm saying to you, if you are having a black swan, from me to you, let me tell you, embrace the black swan. Why? Because the person that goes to a black swan, it's like a storm. The person that walks into a storm and the person that walks out of a storm is a different person. It's the point of the storm. It's a more resilient person. It's a person that's more compassionate. It's a person that has gratitude. So guys and girls, I'm telling you straight here, I'm blessed. I'm blessed to have had a young age to be able to have seen darkness, to have been able to see what it looks like to actually have to face death head on. You know what happens? When you don't die and you come back to life, with a different set of eyes, man, I've got to say to you, everything seems so fucking easy. Business is easy. It's predictable. It's repeatable. It's scalable. It's something that you can control. Guys and girls, get your one-page business plan. I'll see you at ARIC. And start working away because I'm telling you that process trumps motivation and systems beat goals any day. See you later, guys. Susan, do me a favor. Put the real estate gym in the comments section. I'd love to actually get some of the gym members, get a few people coming into the gym because I reckon there's a possibility a few people that have said, fuck it, I'm going pro. I'm into this. I'm buying in. Thank you, guys. See you soon. Thanks for tuning in, guys and girls. You can join me on Facebook for the live Sunday night rant every week at 8.30 p.m. Australian Eastern Standard Time. And if you're in real estate, just Google Tom Panos and you'll find a heap of resources and interviews where million-dollar agents share their strategies. See you next week. Let's have a look at the facts. What's your goal for the next